0: Hello Everybody welcome to RPG Cast episode 206 for the week of January 14, 2012. I'm your host Chris Privett here with a bunch of awesome RPG gamer editors and first off we've got Emmanuel Marino.
1: Happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. We love having you here. You give us that west coast perspective we really need.
1: Oh, yeah, that sunny West Coast perspective. Sunny West Coast perspective. As I look out at a cloudy
0: sky. Well, things hit the coast first. I'm stuck here in the Midwest, so I just don't know the hot trends. So I need someone like you to help help set me straight. Yoga pants. Yoga Everyone pants? loves yoga pants. Yoga pants. I don't even know what... I have to look that up. I <laughs> See? I really go. don't know. Um... All the
1: sexy ladies wear yoga pants. And All they right. look like they just got out of bed and they're not trying.
0: <laughs> Which <laughs> okay. actually is very
1: sexy. But hey, what can you do?
0: Oh, these are like bell-bottom pajamas. Pretty no? much. Yeah, I don't know.
1: And they just walk around like that all day long and think you're hot. Oh, there you go.
0: So it's it's more about the mental attitude, huh? pants dot com. Top. Oh, and top make sure search. it says
1: juicy on the back or sexy on the back or something. Wow, right there's a
0: full blog devoted to girls in in. Oh boy. This, don't go Chris, this there's,
2: there's full blogs like devoted but to just about I, everything. I searched
0: yoga pants, and it's the first thing that came up. It's not my fault. And wow, <laughs> see, that's what
2: like the, they all say.
0: <laughs> okay. Also here, giving us um, illuminating perspectives from across the pond, John Yerworth.
2: Uh, oh, you you introduced us as RP gamer editors. Does that mean I finally got a promotion from you know Sound?
0: No, it's just kind of like uh, instead of. It's when you're trying to get credentials for a show. You just call everyone an editor because then they can't object to whether or not you should be there. So <laughs> you, you just all ah, have default. The real truth
2: of how everyone gets into E3. Yeah, you
0: you have default credentials on my show. That's how I consider it. So yeah. Uh, let's see what's going on in Jolly Old England. Is there a lot of fog by any chance?
2: Uh, it's not particular. It's dark at the moment. That's what dark. it is. It's dark. Oh, it, that's right.
0: It's, it's like four in the morning for you.
2: Uh, No, it's it's half it's past like five.
0: Five thirty in the morning.
2: No, five thirty in the evening.
0: Oh, in the evening. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's it's another country. I don't know how time works there.
2: <laughs> time zones. How do they work?
0: <laughs> you got me. I don't know. Well, we appreciate you. Um, Well, I guess you are not staying up. So, thanks for just calling, and being here, and giving us that that British Britaku perspective the, of the British <laughs> otaku's. Because we just don't have that represented well elsewhere. Also, giving us uh, strange perspectives, especially uh, Anna Marie Neufeld up in Vancouver, British Columbia. Who's uh, actually asleep at this moment? (laughs) Apparently (laughs) time zones are weird there. Snickering. It's it's the middle of the night there, too, apparently. I thought it was just 9.30. That being
3: said. This podcast is much easier to do at
0: 11 than it is to do at 9. It sure is, isn't it?
2: Well, this Uh, podcast only goes to 11. It goes to 11. This
0: podcast (laughs) goes to 11. This podcast goes to 11.
2: Well, if we don't get started soon. I think we've got a a prospective title in there already.
0: This podcast goes to 11. I love it. I'm marking it. Uh, So unless we uh, get started soon, we're going to go to 11 hours in length. So I guess we should jump right into feedback. Uh we got a nice little posting from the legendary Zohan. Jahan
2: Zoltan. Zoltan.
0: Zoltan. Well Zolhan? Zolt- what? I'm trying to remember how to say his name. Jahan oh, he's awesome. Just call him Legendary Zoltan. Uh awesome He says awesome show, guys. Chris, you said that you think if Final Fantasy can be fixed by keeping the old school style polishing it as <sighs> You said that you think that Final Fantasy can be fixed by keeping the old-school style and polishing it, as opposed to trying something new every time. That's exactly what Dragon Quest does, at least up to 8. But you said it in a negative way that Dragon Quest is traditional for the sake of tradition. Check and mate. Well, good sir, you almost got me. But you, yourself, vindicated me by saying at least up to 8. You're absolutely right. 8 does a fantastic job of polishing and enhancing the traditional JRPG formulas, but in my opinion, 9 throws it all out the window and has a bunch of crap in there for no reason other than tradition's sake and 10 doesn't seem to be doing any better though i guess we don't know for sure till it comes out um i really love eight so i don't think you disprove me at all so that's what i say to him what do you guys think
3: people who like eight need to get their head checked
0: nah you're crazy eight's so good no, you're it's crazy for liking it. It's just okay, long. Okay, okay. I it's think the this, PS2 must, one, right?
2: this must be a new yeah, record. Yeah, it's PS2 one. Three minutes in, we're already arguing about stuff. That's right.
1: Oh, I thought everyone enjoyed the PS2 one because I, I think that opened it up to a, like a new audience who's never who never really played those kind of Dragon Quest games before. That was like the first big push by Square Enix when right. it was like when Square Enix was still new.
0: I really loved it. <laughs> Square Enix was still new. That's true.
3: Oh wait, we're talking about Dragon Quest Eight. No, I like that
0: one. Yes, Dragon Quest Eight.
3: I got confused.
0: Yeah. Turn on the lights in your igloo. Wake up.
3: No, I want to go back to sleep after.
0: Uh-huh. So I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah, you know, it, it's got a couple of the trappings that, that affect it in the inventory management side of things. But honestly, they did a really good job of changing that stuff for the Western release. And it felt really good. Um, the story scenes were good. The cutscenes were good. It's just it's a bit really plotting. Acting. Yeah, good voice acting. It was just really plotting and a bit long at times. But that's that's just one aspect of Dragon Quest of more recent Dragon Quests, I guess, that they haven't uh, chosen to get rid of. Uh, I, don't know,
1: I guess if you approach it as a series of stories rather than just one big story. Yeah, like well, you get it, to a new town. You deal with You have a little story within that whole town, like rescue this guy's dog or get this harp or whatever. Yeah. Then you go on to the next one and you do that journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think what it is, is, is eight did a good job of being like essentially being an anime, but a game as, as you know, yeah. it's, it's episodic adventures that all coalesce into one overarching story. So and it uh, looked
1: fantastic and it sold it.
0: That's one of those game formulas that seems to always work really well, but a lot of games don't follow it. I've never really understood it. Um, I guess the the, the Tales games are like that, though, right? Or, or no? Mass Effect 2 is like that. Mass Effect 2 is like that, yeah. Uh, we, I, I remember we've discussed this on the podcast before, and people gave me a bunch of recommendations for anime-like games. And, of course, I forgot them all. Um, I really should have made a list. Hmm. I have
2: to go find uh, Yeah, thread. you probably should have done because I'm, I'm drawing a bit of a blank at the moment. Mm. Oh, well.
3: That being said, you have anime games, and then I end up playing them. So there.
2: Yeah. You could always go and play, uh, you could always just go and play Super Robot Wars. Yes. But that's games based on anime.
0: Hmm. That's true. Yeah, Lunar, that's another one that's like that, isn't it? I, I like the ones that have, um... Lunar with its storytelling is a bit, uh, they need more cutscenes and stuff. I don't know. I kind of like, uh, I, I kind of like the way 8 balanced it a bit better, but yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Lunar, fantastic game. So, right in. Give us your favorite anime games. Let's do that again. Why not? It's always good. New people get to share. Oh, uh, ooh. oh. Aslot ooh. Uh, wrote in. And here's what Aslot has to say. It's time to review the year that was 2011 as we prepare for the end of the world in 2012. You are no longer a ragtag band of adventures. You are RP gamers led by M- 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 Mana Yee. And his infinite blade of infinity, you adventure forth to slay any dragon, conquer any mon- mountain, and as you do each week, answer any questions that are emailed to you. Prepare for your greatest challenge yet—the year-end boss battle. I, your humble dragon master, have compiled a list worthy of your powers. Let us begin. And Only two that... weeks late. Yeah, <laughs> I—he sent it in this week. Number one: most innovative and revolutionary RPG mechanic or convention introduced. In 2011.
2: The narrator in Bastion. Hmm. Okay.
1: I got nothing better than that.
0: Yeah, I'll go with that. That sounds good. The most disappointing RPG of 2011. So much hype, yet so little substance. Dead Island. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: Can I say Skyrim I without getting? I knew Dead Ish-
3: Island was gonna suck. I was the only person. We went and saw it at Pax, and I came out of it going, "This game is gonna be stupid."
1: I don't know. You'd be amazed. It still made a couple of Game of the Year lists.
3: Hmm. Why? I-
0: yeah, no, it did. It uh, it actually did. Let's see. How do I sort? I what did they here. get?
3: That shitty zombie game.
0: Hey. Watch the language.
3: Sorry.
2: Yeah. Let's yeah. See. Do you remember, Anne? I'm the only one allowed to get away with swearing that's on this right, podcast
0: because I can't tell because your accent. <laughs> that's how that works. Let's see games that got one and a half this year. Lord of Arcana, Hyperdimension Neptunia. Um,
3: I would say War in the North just because it's a buggy mess.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
3: Let's yeah, see. a company game destroyed by the destroyed by its bugs.
0: We haven't reviewed Witcher Two. That's very interesting. Uh, Let's see, Dungeons and Dragons Daggerdale. That one nobody was expecting much from that, though I suppose. Uh, White Knight Chronicles Two. No, I expected that to suck. Let's see. Uh, Quince
1: said
2: Skyrim.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Skyrim is crazy. I think you're insane. But okay.
2: Well, Sky, uh, the problem I have with Skyrim was basically promised, oh, you know, this will be the game that uh, makes you like WRPGs. It'll cure cancer, and what I got—a game where I fell through the world in the first five minutes by walking into a goddamn fruit cart.
0: Hey, watch the language.
2: Thank you, Bethesda. You still can't QA games.
0: I don't have those issues in in Skyrim. Is the weird part?
2: This is the least like buggy. This is the least buggy release to Yeah, it's really good
0: for a Bethesda game as far as bugs go. Yeah. So. Um, I I honestly, you know, having played some Oblivion and and then going and playing this, it's like this is just this is doing a lot of things right that they haven't gotten right. So I don't know. I find I it going strange. the other direction. It's better than I expected it to be.
1: It's, it's strange. Like A lot of people in the media didn't experience any of those problems. So you hear all of these stories about yeah. how much fun it is on Twitter, on, their, on the Game of the Year podcasts, and the Game of the Year lists. Uh, I'm wondering,
0: lists. Does, does the fun that the media have set it up so that when you as a regular person get home and just put it in and experience a, blog, a bug that you just f- crash really high from that hype? crash really hard maybe, from honestly high yeah, hype probably. and maybe like you would have experienced it better if you just experienced it without the hype
1: yeah probably yes hmm. that's exactly the problem because you hear all these people talk about how amazing it is how they're having such a great time and they talk about the silly bugs that make it funny not I fell through the world at a, at
0: a fruit cart <laughs> I kind of like falling through the world at
2: a fruit
3: cart <laughs> burn baby burn just going for.
2: Her. I probably wouldn't object so much about falling through the world if it hadn't broken the AI scripting as well.
0: <laughs> well, but you still you just load from a save and and go on, right? I know this was the first five minutes, but that's easy to start over. Um, I don't know. I save so many times in Skyrim that such a thing wouldn't really be a problem for me. Hmm.
2: What? It just I just, just kind of annoys me sometimes that the the implicitness that you save often kind of excuses crappy bugs. It's like, you know, I, I save all the time and, you know, that I won't encounter any games. Sa- you know, if I encounter any problems, I'll just reload because I save so much. It's like, well, you shouldn't have to save so much because the game is buggy kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I will say this, though, that it's not like Bethesda is a company that doesn't care about their product after it ships. They've they patched plenty of times and they're just going to keep on patching. Unlike some people like Dead Island or uh, War in the North, where there's nothing to be... That game is broken. It's just going to stay broken.
3: Mm. Um, You know, I I, want to give them points for the fact that they continually follow up and patch things, except... Their patches then break more things. Hey. It's a massive game
1: with systems layered upon systems. And it's only on I PS2,
0: know. and you really should be punished for playing a Bethesda game on a PS3. I mean, you should know better. You just said you, PS2. I did, but still. You should know better than to play a Bethesda game on PS3 so, at this point.
1: At the same time, there's something to be said that they never should have released the PS3 version to begin with. That they knew it was going to be broken.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. <sighs>
1: that game should have been should, it should have been so- pc 360
0: only still as far as bugs go it's better than Mortal Kombat's issues you know not being able to play online that sort of stuff oh I don't know uh, oh the third birthday someone
1: just third, the birthday. third birthday
0: yeah alright so Anna I'm gonna give you the third birthday uh, Manny you can take Dead Island I will take War in the North and Quinn will take Skyrim alright
3: why did I take third birthday? Because, I thought it was going to be stupid to start. Because it's feminism rights issues. And it's, it's issues. Of garbage. Yeah, and,
0: that, and you're the you girl on the podcast. So. I have a uh, – I, I mean... earlier
3: in
1: the year, and Insomniac had like their little community day. I yeah. say little in a condescending tone of voice. No, they had a community day. And it was – I was standing in line with a few people and was just talking about like what they're all excited for. And like more than a few people were like, oh, yeah. The third birthday comes out today awesome yeah i can't wait to check it out man i love parasite eve and i'm like i hear that game is pretty crappy i don't know man ign seemed to like it
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was actually I, a bit of hype. i think dropping the parasite eve moniker from it was probably a good idea
0: yeah probably was all right i'll take Let's... parasite eve you take war in the north anna is that better yes okay uh, and also, Skyrim becomes much less disappointing if you put the Macho Man Dragons mod on. And, oh, yeah! And turn every dragon into Macho Man Randy Savage.
2: <laughs> God, what? That is
0: the best mod ever. There's videos of it you gotta check out. <laughs> Instead of roaring, what? he goes things like, Ooh, yeah! <laughs> and shoots out fire and stuff. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> no, the third birthday actually did pretty decently. Uh, I'm looking at the, the its aggregate scores. Yeah. Overall, it did a 70 on game stats at Metacritic with uh, 4 out of 5s and B-minuses from people like G4, IGN,
3: 1-Up. So the people that don't give bad reviews to Square Enix games?
1: Okay. Well, no,
0: this is like everybody though.
3: Yeah, everyone gave it either like an 8. Like the low score it got was like it
1: was an 8.
2: Point the impression – the, impre- the general impression I got from – one of my friends picked it up was that the storyline was crap, but as far as the gameplay for like an over-the-shoulder like third-person action RPG was actually pretty good. It's like if you basically just ignored the crappy storyline, it was actually not a bad game. It's funny. According to like the the real the RPG sites, the, the, the gameplay was just terrible. Like Nick's hated it.
1: Absolutely. Our, our own Sam Marcello. And so did uh... – I, can't, I forget her name over at uh, RPG Fan.
3: Kimberly? Yeah,
1: there you go. Interesting perspective. Let me see. So, um, I don't know, man. It's inter- I- I'm going to research this more. Move on to the next question.
0: All right, next question. <laughs> Funniest RPG character of 2011?
1: Dude, that's hard. I have no clue.
0: I-, I can't think of any characters that strike me as particularly funny. Uh, I'm going to go through this list once more. The characters from Pokemon Black and White? No. Definitely not the characters from Tactics Ogre. Hmm. Dungeon Hunter Alliance? No.
3: I'm trying to think what irreverent games came out in 2011. That might help us.
0: Not that many. Hmm. The Binding of Isaac counts as an RPG? Since when? Thought it was as z- Alright, whatever. Uh, let's see. Fate Extra. Lord of the Rings War in the North. Uh, Skyrim. I haven't met anybody that's particularly hilarious in Skyrim yet, but I also haven't bumped into Goroth or anything, so that could make things better. Let's see. Ch-ch-ch-ch. No, I got nothing. Sorry. Now, yeah, I can't think of, of
2: anything, admittedly.
3: <laughs> Cthulhu, maybe?
0: Sure. Let's go with. Did that come out this year, though? I don't think it did. I think it came out, it came out
2: on the PC uh, this
4: year. Yeah, but it
0: came well, out on the P- Xbox the previous year.
2: I got a suggestion that uh, um, the guards from Skyrim for starting up, you know, oh, the yes. awesome
3: arrow to the knee Arrow meme. to the
2: knee. Yes. All right. So I great. got.
0: Yep. None of us have played guards. the Baconing, generic right? Guards. Yeah. Generic guards. They win. <laughs> this question used to and be good. And it's got
3: so many good, you know, like, applications. Like, Shop Troll in the forums so was like, Bethesda used to have the Fallout license before they took a lawsuit to the
0: knee. Not Interplay. Not Bethesda. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, thank you. you botched it. You've already botched it. All right, let's move on. RPG, you spent the longest time playing in 2011. I'm going with World of Warcraft, because that's probably true.
2: Uh, not, count, not counting MMOs for me, I think the time would be a throw-up between uh, Tales of Grace of F and Tales of Zillia. Ah. I think somewhere in the 100, over 100 sort of thing. But yeah, I played, put a, quite a bit of time into WoW, because, well, this is my final year and I am doing my dissertation on it. Yes.
3: Mm. Not including MMOs?
0: Well, nobody said that. I mean yeah, they
3: Yeah. Or Persona 3. Yeah,
2: really I put quite a lot of time into the as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, a
3: lot of time. A lot of I time. think it's 70 hours.
2: Okay.
3: And Persona 3 portable was 80, so.
1: Oh. <laughs> All you had to say was Persona and we just could, you could have stopped talking. <laughs> Persona. Okay. She wins. Uh Chris, how about you?
0: I don't know. Uh, I finished Deus Ex. That might win by default, as it's the only one I finished that's not an MMO. Um, yeah, I saw. Easy for me.
1: Oblivion and Fallout Three.
3: Check your completed games list, Chris.
0: I don't know where I'll get to it. <sighs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I put a, I put some time into DS games and stuff in the beginning of the year, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think any other than um, DSX is the one I spent the most time with. So, yep. Oh well, uh, I finished
1: matter. all the Fallout three DLC this year. I finally wrapped up Oblivion after like five years of playing it. Yep. You
0: nice be, those two. You should be into. You should be in Skyrim right now. Hmm. Oh,
1: and Borderlands and Borderlands.
0: Borderlands. All right. All right. RPG with the most con- inconsistent playing experience between platforms. I Skyrim. Xbox version was great, but PS3 had glitches, etc. Skyrim. As you just
1: <laughs> said, Skyrim is the, the most Skyrim. Skyrim.
0: The most Skyrim-like game.
3: <laughs> I would also say War in the North. No, apparently was the save issues.
0: Yeah, it was broken. Apparently on.
3: the s- save issues were not as bad on the PC.
1: Oh, but just as bad PC. on on PS3 and, and
0: Xbox. Yeah, it was bad on the consoles. It sure, it's a lot easier to back up your
2: saves on the PC.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Quinn, do you have one?
2: Uh, well, I'm not exactly going to speak from experience, sort of personal experience, but Skyrim sounds like the, uh, the winner on that one. All right, sounds
0: good. Most memorable gaming experience you had in 2011? Any game, any genre, just something you'll never forget, good or bad?
3: Finishing the Back to the Future game.
0: Uh, we didn't do that in
3: 2011. Didn't we? No, nope, that was
0: 2012. Crap.
3: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Disqualified.
3: Oh, now I have to look at my completed games list.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with something that snuck in at the end of the year: the opening few, the couple opening missions in Saints Row 3. <laughs> There's not many other games where you are parachuting and then dive into a, uh, an airplane and then go parachuting again. And Saints Row 3 does that better than uh, anything else I've seen. I'm going with that.
2: Uh, my one would be finding out the full series list for Super Robot Wars Z2. What? That was your most memorable gaming experience? <laughs> Yes, because that series list has made it awesome and win.
0: But, but it's not even a gaming experience; it's just an announcement.
2: Well, okay, realizing it. Actually, okay, actually realizing it in the game, which I talked about on the forums. Okay. All right. So, yeah. All
0: right. No, that that, yeah. that works. Anna, still no answer. Manny, you got an answer for this one?
2: Actually, I'm also going to go with Master Chief. Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations
0: good. not sucking, right? Yeah. <laughs> wait, they can make another Sonic game and it, it doesn't have to be terrible? Ah, I don't believe that.
3: What was the question again?
0: <laughs> Most memorable gaming experience you had in 2011? Any game, any genre.
3: Oh, Cabela's Dangerous Hunts.
0: Cabela's Dangerous Hunts. Oh, that's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, it's it's so, so bad. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst gaming experience you had in 2011. <laughs> All right, what are you most grateful for in the world of gaming that occurred in 2011?
3: Big boost in indie gaming.
0: Big boost in indie gaming. All right. Let's see. What, uh... Nothing else? What happened in the world of gaming that was actually good? PS3 got hacked? (laughs) Uh... Did anything good happen? <laughs> oh, Xenoblade actually coming up being announced for the US. A fan campaign actually working. That that brings some hope to the industry. Let's go with that. I don't know. John, you got anything?
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, Are you just great, most completely grateful.
0: ingrateful of the gaming industry in 2011? <laughs> uh, hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, let's go off of Anna's answer and go into question eight, which is best indie RPG of 2011. So let's see if I can find some of these. Oh, I don't boy. know if
1: Bastion counts.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was published by WB. Does it? I don't know. But it
1: was still like, made by like five people
0: yeah that's true
3: i would say it counts
0: well so would Sirius sam the random encounter um farah let's see the binding of isaac
1: oh Oh, i know the best indie rpg the small
0: little iphone titled infinity blade infinity blade no that is not an indie rpg (laughs) (laughs) chair entertainment owned by epic games does not count as indie oh boy uh Chantelise came out. Uh oh, Cthulhu saves the world in Breath of Death 7 on PC.
2: Uh since it was technically released in twenty eleven and has probably started to evolve into one, I'm just going to cheat and say Minecraft.
0: Minecraft. Oh, that's not an RPG.
2: Yeah, but it's got levels in it. It's got levels in it. it it's, got levels. It's, it's got, got It's crafting. got crafting, it's got item enchantment, it's got everything we need. It's <laughs> more of an RPG than is.
0: Well, that's not saying much. Zelda isn't much of an RPG. All right, so John goes with Minecraft. Anna, you gonna go with Cthulhu on PC?
3: Doesn't that make me a little biased?
0: Yeah, but you just because you're in it doesn't mean you can't choose it. Okay. <laughs> no one's counting. This is an adventure. This is not. This is not press awards. This is our. This is adventuring with our dungeon master here who asks these questions. So I'm gonna go. Um. uh Yeah. I'll do like Manny. I'll say Bastion. Let's count. Let's do it. All right. RPG that should have just been a soundtrack. I.e., the music is amazing and the rest is just crap. All right. I think this is a
1: question for Michael Cunningham.
0: This this really is. Uh, this is a, this is a question I want people in to to write in and post in the forum. What was the best the RPG that should have just been a soundtrack? I might steal this for the the game of the year show I do. Music's amazing. The rest is just crap. All right. What have we got on this thing? <laughs> do, 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 do. See. Oh, people
1: are saying third birthday. had third a great birthday. soundtrack.
0: All right. Yeah, I didn't play any of the crappy games is the problem. Uh, is Neptunia got good music? That's a possibility for this one. Uh, a lot of those Wait, indie games? Oh, games. Okay, okay, Hyperdimension yeah. Neptunia. That's a that's a good option. I don't know if Dead Island's music was any good. Probably not. White no now Chronicles has some good music. That might work. Mm.
1: Dead Island was good in quotes.
0: It was good in quotes. Lord of the Rings War in the North had a good soundtrack. Uh,
1: but was it, like, remarkable? Did it stand up?
0: Um, yeah, you're right. Would I just go to the store and buy it? Probably not. Good call. Good call. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played enough of these to know... Skyward Sword should have just had that that Skyward theme, been a single release, and then released another HD Zelda game that actually uses a real controller. Ooh, I said it. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, this this is hard for me. I didn't play enough crap. We'll have to we'll have to ask Michael about this when I do the Game of the Year show. Yep. Most anticipated game of 2012, any genre.
1: All right, you just want to go, go round robin on this one.
0: Yeah, I'll kick us off. Um, Mass Effect 3.
1: You can give us like your top three like we did for uh, our P-Gamer voting.
0: Oh, okay. Mass Effect 3, Diablo 3, and... Um, uh, uh, I don't know what else is coming out next year. Let's see. Um... A lot of great stuff is coming out this year. Yeah, no, I've lot. got the list here. I'm just, uh, D- Can I count Xenoblade? Because I already own it. I bought it from Europe, so I guess I can't. Man, that don't count. Oh, Nino Cooney. You're not going to buy Screw it again, that. No, that's you? easy. Easy. Nino Cooney. Diablo 3, Nino Cooney, Mass Effect 3. Boom, right there. All right, hit me up, Manny. What do you got?
1: Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I was going to get the big list of 2012 games.
0: Okay.
1: Uh,. Uh, let me see. I'm. I don't know. I linked
0: it in the staff chat. There it is. Okay. I
1: was thinking. Okay. Well, I read this. Let someone. Let someone
0: go All first. All right, Anna. You got three anticipated games of 2012.
3: Torchlight two, Missa Pandera, and Penny Arcade three.
0: Ooh, good choices, John. What do you got for 2012?
2: Oh, Super Robot Wars Original Generations 2. Everything else doesn't matter. (laughs) Give me time, robots, or give me death.
0: (laughs) Really looking forward to that one, huh?
2: Well, considering it was supposed to come out, year virtually on my birthday, I'm still kind of a little pissed off that it got delayed.
0: All right, fair enough. All right, there's like
1: like 10 games already that I'm excited for this year. (laughs) Really, like, from, let me see. Okay, Reckoning maybe Reckoning just because it's so close. It's like a it's like an Oblivion but with a, a fast paced action battle system. So I'm thinking Reckoning. I'll just tell you what I put down for my list for our big game. Or I'll spoil it. I put down Kingdom Memoir Reckoning because it's right around the corner. Diablo three and Torchlight two. I basically listed everything that's gonna come out like in the first two months of 2012. <laughs> since I figured that's my most anticipated because it's the closest. It's the okay. one, it's the ones I can get my hands on the the soonest. All right. But I'm, not to say I also really want to play uh, Witcher Two on three sixty, and the South Park game, and Dark Two.
0: <laughs> I think Gorky Twenty One is the one you're really waiting for, isn't it?
1: I'm curious. I heard it, it's a much loved franchise, right? Like one of those niche franchises that if you if you're into it, you're really into it.
0: And I'm gonna throw a plug and out I'll- for Gungnir just so I could say it. So. Yeah, there we go. That's uh that's what we got. That is our boss battle end of the year boss fight from The Other Ocelot. Thank you Other Ocelot. If you'd like to leave feedback for the show, we got a number of ways for you to do it. Podcast at com. Call us at 608-729-4098. Please keep your calls to 90 seconds or less. Also, you can send us email at uh, oh wait, you could also send us forum posts at com. and you can send us uh, voice messages. You just record it with MP3 like on your iPhone with the voice recorder app and uh, email it is over to com as well and we'll play it right here on the show. Thank you very much for your feedback. We love it. It makes the show a lot better. So let us jump into the news. And the first thing is uh, new releases next week is Fortune Summoners for PC. I have no idea about anything of this game. No one else has heard about it either, right? Fortune Summoners. It's
3: by the guys that do Chantelise and Resetier.
0: Ah, that's Indeed. right. So we have to talk about that then. All right. So that is their third. It's a side-scrolling RPG that has logic and physics puzzles. Does it also look like it's from a PlayStation 1? <laughs> Yes, it does. No, it looks like a PS2 game. All right, they've upgraded. <laughs> Actually, oh, that looks it looks nice. Well, Got a good visual uh, Chris, style.
2: What exactly are you expecting from a you know a Japanese indie title?
0: Well, no, they've been porting over really old games.
2: Yeah, I know. They're not
0: really but indie titles. But even
2: so, I don't know. I I was under the impression Easy Game Station were a doujin circle.
0: I guess I don't know. Isn't the, is that just a fancy Japanese word for indie?
2: I I I've occasionally used the terms interchangeably when attempting to discuss the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. I, right, there, well, I I do believe there are a number of cultural differences, but you know there are some similarities.
4: Hmm.
2: Although I mostly cite things like Japan's lack of views on copyright laws.
0: Yeah, I suppose. All right. Well, let's uh let's see what else interesting happened in the past week. Oh, ooh. So you know that PlayStation Vita you know Never Sony's said. releasing yeah it's a new handheld system so they <laughs> they finally got around to announcing stuff um i think because CES was this week they're like well let's bring out some details and they brought up the uh, details of the ATT t 3G plans that you'll be able to get if you buy the 3G version of the Vita system so here you go there will be two plans one's 250 megabytes per month of data for four, for 14.99 and the other's 2 gigabytes of data for $25 uh, it's month by month. There's no contract. We already knew that was going to be the case. And uh, the 3G model already start costs $50 more than the Wi-Fi only model, of course. And you will be able to get a 3G plan month to month because that's what you really wanted. Yay. I'm assuming nobody in their right mind is going to be buying the 3G plan, especially considering Sony hasn't really announced much that you can do with the 3G plan, right? How much did you go over? Tracer. What if you go over? I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Does it lock <laughs> you out? I don't know. Probably Maybe, charge you like ten dollars a gig.
0: It's uh, their data plan pro type plan. Plan pro from let's see, eighteen t They've got. That's just a whole page with this crap, and it's a pain in the butt to to read. There's some Speaking. sort of overage charge. Yeah.
1: I think I could think that maybe there's maybe one reason to play Vita. I mean have a three G and that's a game like like Ruin, where you're gonna be updating your uh remember that's the social Diablo clone? Where you're updating your Twitter fees and blah blah blah. I'm the attacking your lair dude, come and defend it. Not that you actually be playing online with them, but Honestly, the only reason why I'm talking about Ruin is because oh. I got some breaking news for everybody.
0: Okay. I finally found the overage fees. If you want them.
1: The reason why I was talking about Ruin is All because right. the name has been changed to the far less generic Warriors Lair.
0: Warriors Lair. Wait, that that's less generic. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. No. That's pretty bad.
1: Yep. So Ruin, that Diablo hack and slash that was on. Uh, we
0: don't even have a date for that game though.
1: Launch window.
0: For for Vita? doesn't look
1: like it anymore though. Mm. It was supposed to be back at E3.
0: Uh okay, first off I should let you know that it looks like the overage charges for like the $15 plan is going to be $15 for each additional 200 megs. What? And, yeah, and $10 for each additional gig if you get the 2 gig plan. That's assuming it follows the same model as their smartphones, which we don't know for sure. But, but it's very likely it will. Yeah, isn't that awesome? No, not at all. What a shock. Yeah. Oh so, the, yeah. So there's. Well, I mean, that's that's what you pay for phones, and so they're going to charge you the same crap. Whatever. I
1: don't know. Also, you I can know. update your Twitter feeds that you're playing ruin. I, I don't I mean, know what
0: are you doing. Orders of thing? layer.
1: Wait, layers warrior. <laughs> I, I
0: don't. I don't know. You can't play, You can't game. Right. You cannot game. So, what's it matter?
1: When you want to be near somebody.
0: What does near do?
1: It tells you who's near you and what they're playing. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, oh, oh! You can sync and update your trophies.
0: Oh, all right, that explains it. All right then. I'm oh, totally and when you play in.
1: Peace Walker, you can get new soldiers based on where you are.
0: Oh man! You know it, what really sucks is AT T has prepaid plans available for other tablet devices. I don't know why the heck they don't do it for this too. Yeah, whatever. Just... The Vita in general is just a
1: very expensive system.
0: I yes mean, just right out of the
1: gate, you're spending $250. Then maybe, up, maybe, what, $30 minimum for a memory card?
0: Yeah, okay. I just, finally, I had got some confirmation on this. These data plans are the same as what they charge for tablets and iPads. Exactly the same. So I was right when they said that. And everyone's like, this is a new story. Like, I said this a long time ago. All right, yes, and here it is very plainly laid out. 250 megabytes. Price $15 a month, overage fee $15 for two per 250 megabytes. Two gigs, $225 a month, $10 per gigabyte overage fee. Boom, done. Same as their iPad, which is what they said a bazillion months ago. All right, stupid system. Is anyone, what, what do I get? All right, I'm getting a Vita because I do a podcast, you know, so I'm going to get one. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to show it off on the camera. What should I actually get for it?
2: Uh, personally, the only game which I am really interested in, I think I've seen out of the release list is, uh, Wipeout 2048, I think.
0: Wipeout 2048, I, all right.
2: And possibly the Disgaea 3, uh, PS, uh, Vita Four.
0: All right. See, I'm interested in I, the new I Super the Stardust original. game. I'm interested in the new Katamari game and the new Lattem- uh, Luminous game. Uh, oh and Hot Shots I, Golf, cuz I've never played a Hot Shots golf game so I figure I may as well get this one.
2: I'm kind of I'm kind of placing a... uh, uh I'm sort of putting faith in um Band Presto slash Namco Bandai um m- moving the Super Robot Wars series to the Vita. I think they will. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, so, I, I I would be inclined to buy one under the assumption that they would be doing so. Although I am prepared for them to surprise me by suddenly releasing a game for the 3DS.
0: Hmm. So, fair enough. Not a lot of RPGs announced for the system yet.
1: Warriors Lair, do the best RPG ever. It's like Diablo, but much worse, and relies on Facebook. Yeah,
0: Warriors Lair and. What else?
1: Man, how much are you gonna drop on this thing? I'm thinking two fifty. Are you getting the Wi-Fi? Then you need to walk out of there with at least a thirty dollar memory card, and I'm, then a fifty dollar game.
0: I am buying the uh, the 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 early adopter pack, the one that gets it a week early. So. Is that only 3G? Uh, yeah, it's a 3G. Yep. Ugh. So I, I'll have the 3G option, but that means it comes with the GPS in it, and some games can use the 3, the GPS regardless of you having. A 3G plan, uh, the G. I, I said, th- did I say 3GS? The GPS, regardless of having a 3G plan, yeah. And yeah,
1: but, but what developer's gonna code for like GPS when they know like less than half their it? audience
0: has it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm gonna have it, and it comes with I'm gonna have a four gig memory card, woohoo, and Little deviance. and I don't know, I think there's a case or something, I don't remember.
1: Did you like Little Deviants? I know you played it, and so did Anna. I, we all did, right? It
0: felt like a game. I don't know if it's good or bad yet.
1: It felt like a game. I should put that in the back of the box. <laughs> RP gamer Christopher Teer. It felt like a game. Uh,
0: it felt like a polished product of some sort, and I don't know if the quality will be great. I don't know if the quality will be awful, but it doesn't feel like a, a really crappy offering. I don't know. I played it for five minutes, man. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. What I'm also trying to figure out is: Should I wait and just download all my games for the system, or should I buy the retail things with the little cards?
1: Oh, you're going to need a much bigger memory card, aren't you?
0: I know I would, or I just play one game at a time.
1: One. (laughs) I love this (laughs) generation. You play, you download one game. Okay, I think I'm done with Uncharted. Delete. Let me download the (laughs) next one.
2: Oh wait, I want to play Uncharted again. Let me download download that for another two
1: hours. Well, I'm running, so
2: into, that. I'm running into that problem with my Steam collection yeah. at this point. Uh-huh. I think I've got, as far as in the total installed volume, well, if I wanted to install every single game that I've ever bought on Steam, I'd need like a 4 terabyte hard drive.
0: <sighs> yeah, message in the chat room up. is pushing uh, physical cards, but I'm kind of like, I'm really liking how on the iPhone, I don't have to manage stuff. I just have games on it, you know? But I have a central computer that holds them all, so I don't know.
1: Well, I think if you use your PlayStation 3 as a hub, you can download everything directly to your PlayStation 3 and keep it on there and then just transfer it over to your Vita when you need to. And just use it as as a rotating locker.
0: That might be good enough.
1: I mean, that's what I do with my PSP games. When I I bought a couple of sales and I bought a few cheap uh, digital PSP games, I just use my PS3 as a digital locker. Oh, but remember, it only works
0: on two devices. That's right. So make sure you. (laughs) That's so right. I forgot about that. (laughs) So if I get the next, so if they release three versions of the Vita and I get them all, my newest Vita won't be able to play games that I bought when I had my first Vita.
1: Oh, do you know if they finally made it easy to to turn off your activations?
0: No, did they?
1: I, I haven't know. heard anything so, about
0: that. I, Master Chief Digital is
1: only more convenient when it's backed by a company who understands digital rights management <laughs> and it doesn't try to shove it down your down your throat. That's the only time digital is more convenient. <laughs>
0: yes, and uh, Sony's not that company, are they?
1: No, Sony's not that company.
0: Maybe I should just buy the cards, huh? <laughs> then I could just well, use my game. Think of it
1: this way. Yeah? If you don't like any of the games, you could sell them back.
0: Oh, well, that's novel. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Alright, well <laughs> what else? Screw the Vita. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll talk about the Vita when oh, it comes oh. out. Oh yeah?
1: I just wanted to ask Quinn, so Quinn, are you gonna I've I've heard a lot of talk about Steam Mover. Are you gonna install that and just keep a external hard drive on the side Sorry, of your desk? I had no heard of this. What? Oh, Steam Mover. It's like uh, this program that easily moves all of your programs from like your C drive off to a, like an external D drive. So you can just sort of have a rotating selection of what Steam games you want on your machine at any well, time.
2: Well, I, I already – I don't know. I already kind of have that using Steam's own backup stuff. All right. Like, like for example, when I well, stopped playing before yeah. I reinstall. Stalled it recently. I had just kind of backed up Deus Ex to my removable hard drive.
0: Yeah, so the the power of the steam tool or whatever is that for games that you don't care about having on your primary C drive like a SSD or something. You can move them to a second drive in your system and it'll link it. So they'll still play even though they removed. moved. It's not like backing up you can't play it from that backup like uh, no, this thing you can actually play them from that other hard drive so for those games that don't need like a, a, so, a solid so in other words
2: they have finally set up something that'll allow you to basically just put the steam games outside of the folder marked steam
0: right but uh, steam didn't release it it's a third-party utility yeah, that uses junction bad. points or ntfs symlinks or something like yeah, that Yeah, I, I
1: heard a lot of positive stuff but like like people who are using their like uh their PCs as a, as a super game console and hooking up to their TV. Yeah, a lot of them are just sort of using Steam Mover and just having a small SSD to make sure it runs even better on a TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Qu- Quinn, so you don't delete any of the games you get? You just like download? No, no, no. The I and- do.
2: I, 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 my removable, my removable hard drive isn't that big. It's only 500 gig, and my, my, uh, the get the dark drive that pretty much all of my games are installed on is also only about. Did he 500. call it
0: the dark drive? No, You called it a dark drive. Like, it did not. Yeah, this, so this drive is aligned with the dark side of the force, isn't it? <laughs>
2: no, but um, because I have a, I have an SSD, but I have it's not very big. It's okay. only 120 gig.
0: Yeah, that's that's where I'm at too. I need the same thing, so I'm going to start using that tool because I had to delete um freaking Starcraft off my hard drive in order to play uh, Saints Row 3, and I didn't like that, so.
1: But, you know, you're just going to reinstall it as soon as they release, like, Blizzard, Dota, and Heart of the Swarm.
0: I know, I know. I so, I so totally am. <laughs> 30 geek.
1: Oh, speaking of which, uh, Trisha Helfer is currently recording no. the voice of Sarah Kerrigan, Heart of the Swarm. She Make just it
0: stop. Twe- Make it stop. She just
1: tweeted on her Twitter, hey, guys, I'm recording Sarah Kerrigan. You probably wish I wasn't, but hey. <laughs> Are you sure she's doing it
0: for, for Heart of the Swarm? What if she's doing it for the third game? And they're just really ahead. No. Do you think so? No, I don't know. Not not with Blizzard. <laughs> all right. Uh, Trails in the Sky, um, Zero and Blue. I don't know what Zero and Blue are. Um, I think those are Legends of Hero games. They all have OSTs on the US iTunes store, says Funatman, That's news. So go buy those soundtracks, apparently. Uh Oh, Xbox 360. Check this out. They uh, during CES they announced sales numbers. So the Xbox three hundred and sixty has reached total sales of sixty six million units. There is no word on whether or not twenty two of the million of those units is red ringed or not. Kinect has reached sales of eighteen million.
2: <laughs>
0: That's what uh, I am assuming, right? Twenty two million of them red ringed, or do they not count those as a sale? I don't know. Kinect uh, has reached eighteen million. That's the real big the, the the big number that nobody had a good impression of before. So almost um, you know less than the third. But still, a really good percentage of owners have connects, And what does that mean? Probably absolutely nothing, right? There's oh, a lot of connects think, out there.
1: <laughs> I think the bigger number is that, uh, like, what was it, 20 million less? than They said, like, 40 million are, are paying for gold or something like that. Nearly 40
0: million users on Xbox Live, but not all of them are gold. That's so just Xbox Live users. So that's how many people are oh. online, period. Okay. But still, that's, that still that's, good. Moment, I that's better than what we thought. We thought most of those consoles weren't connected. Still, uh, that does imply something like 10 to 20 million consoles sitting out there not connected to the internet, which is kind of crazy. But
1: um, That's still a lot of people, though.
0: Yeah. Look <laughs> at all those people out there to yell at you with their 11-year-old kids on Xbox Live while you're trying to play Gears of War. It's, just, it's just so good. Or what are the kids playing nowadays? Call of Duties, right? Call of Duties. I don't know old man Chris what are they playing over uh, they there with their calls of duties and their gears of warts I don't know gears of warts of four I don't know all right Skyrim PS3 lag being addressed in this much pa- this month's patch so there you go confirmation 1.4 is going to come out and de- try to fix the PS3 lag again all right and if they break it they'll patch it again they'll patch it again <laughs> So just in case you thought they forgot about you know I think they took a little break for Christmas and because the team hasn't really had a break since the game came out and now they're back and they're going to patch this thing so um, have hope (laughs) because uh, apparently E3 is going to be rather hopeless as Sony has claimed there will be no PS4 announcement at E3. So check this out. So somebody asked uh, about someone else's. Con- so there was a press conference. Kaz Hirai was there. A reporter was there. Someone else in Sony had made comments about there being no announcements of a PS4 at e3, and they asked Kaz to basically confirm this. And he said, "Andy's absolutely right. And that we are not making any announcements um, at e3. I've always said a ten-year life cycle for PS3, and there is no reason to go away from that." Okay. So that
1: was such a that was such a matter. The way he said it was so matter of fact that I have no doubt they really aren't going to show anything in D3. All
0: right. So you think he's legit. There really won't be anything. Well, will in you D3? straight
1: up say, yeah, we're totally not showing nothing
0: because they've said stuff like that before and then so, shown stuff. Plans change.
1: Plans could change, but I feel like as it stands right now, they're, they're not eager to jump into the into a PlayStation 4.
0: I don't know. This, seemed, this really seemed like the year we would get new console announcements, so I'm shocked. Everyone
1: thought one. that, too, but why would Microsoft release it? And then, and then the Xbox continue to sell multiple millions every single...
0: But that's okay, I guess. I, you know, I, I don't see a problem with that both being true. You announce the new... Because think about how, how this usually goes. You announce the new system, it, it comes out the year afterwards, and then it takes two years before you actually stop doing stuff with the old system. And that would work fine with PS3's 10-year life cycle. So that's a Sony. Maybe they just don't want to. Yeah, it's really weird. that, And people are running with this 10-year life cycle and saying, well, that means we don't get a new console to 2015. I'm like, well, no. The PS2 had a 10-year life cycle. They've already done this. You have the consoles existing concurrently for two to three years after the new one comes out. So I don't know. Uh, I-
1: Well, this generation's already lasted a lot longer than... Yes. Than most others, yes. And, and it are. seems like not neither, nobody's really eager for a new set console other than uh,
0: the gamers. No, other than Nintendo, and uh,
1: that's just, just because the of, of their Wii dropped console. off.
0: I'm eager for a new console because my PC is outperforming my other consoles so well. I'm like, is that I, the way it's
1: supposed to be though?
0: I, for a while, and then the consoles are supposed PC to jump PC gaming back.
1: master rights I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Why don't you just do what everyone in the media is doing right now and just turn your uh, TV into Dude, I, a, into I already your did. super console?
0: I already did. It is. And there was
1: there were rumors that, uh, at at CES that they were that Valve was showing off their. Uh, there's steam like this the large version of steam that's supposed to work on TVs. a lean
0: back interface or something yeah i'm I, a 10 foot interface i uh i'm looking forward to that i want to see that
1: because honestly if you play saints row on your pc and just hook it up to your tv and turn every, and crank yep. everything up to max there's your next gen system right there i
0: know and that's what i've been doing <laughs> it works really well um so what I'm, do you need to go. because like you skyrim isn't performing as well as i'd hoped it would and I, I spend a lot of money on this PC and it's still having certain issues with Skyrim and I want it to run even better. <laughs> and I don't want to have to spend $800 on graphics card setups. I think that's crazy.
1: Why don't you just get an external graphics card housing? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> does that exist? Have <laughs> you seen those at CS? Just hook it up through Thunderbolt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my piece, my new PC does not have Thunderbolt. I should, uh, I should have looked into that, I suppose.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm with Master Chief. I mean... If people, if the general public was was really happy with SD level Wii graphics for that long of a time, think how long they're going to be happy with 1080p graphics. Hey, just I like, like base I, level. 1080p.
0: Okay, we have really nice graphics with the 360 and PS3. We've had them for quite a while now. I'm ready to move on. I don't think it's a graphic whore to be like, I know the industry can do better than this. I know we can move on from this. Let's take the next step. Let's keep driving forward. Why just sit here for? eons for because
1: no they're making money it's a business yeah. right. sony and microsoft are, are, are finally made, being profitable and they're enjoying great I mean, quarters after quarter
3: well,
1: so i maybe feel like they're, they're this is interesting
0: yeah. then if sony and, and 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 microsoft really sit on it for a good long while here i think that really gives the wii u a better chance of being successful because the wii u will be slightly more powerful than the two of them and it's gonna and And people are going to, you know, oh, yeah, I'll get the Wii, get that in my home, and and start considering buying games for that. If there's really no difference between that and the other two consoles. Uh, It's going to be a lot better than if uh, Sony and Xbox were announcing new graphical powerhouse systems this year.
1: I don't know. It's just, it feels like all the talk from... You know, it's confusing. I I recommend... um, Tested, you know that site. Tested the giant bumpster site. Yeah, I do. They, uh, they had a. They all sat down at CES. They had a bunch of game devs like P and um, press people like the Angry Gamer. They had a, uh what's his name, Mark Rain from uh, Epic Games, and Michael Pactor. They were all sitting down and just talking about the future of games and when was the right time and when would be the right time to release a new console. So.
0: And what did they? So it's interesting with? to hear people because whenever
1: they would start talking about new Xboxes, Mark, I mean uh, Mark Rain would get very quiet. Really? So it's like he...
0: He knew something.
1: He like, I can't say nothing, so he would have just wouldn't... The, the court is, you know, the kind of quiet where you you know things, but you can't say anything legally, so you sort of stay quiet in the corner.
4: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it's an interesting discussion. I mean, I, I think I, everyone I think is having the... the same debate we're having right now. Why we want a new console, but like why there probably won't be, even though I feel like we're all having the same conversation.
0: Hmm. No, you're. I, I think it's time. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I want to wait a little bit longer so we can have 4K, 4K consoles. 4K
0: consoles. Oh, Roy you, just messaged, Roy the just messaged K- me and it? let me know that the Wii U's online will most likely still be crap. And he's right.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So that, that'll that keep the Wii U from being successful. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. Thank um, <laughs> you. Someone just linked the story I'm talking about. Yes, so the PS4 will not be announced, apparently, unless it's a complete lie, which has happened in the past. And I still think it's the case.
1: Okay, so you think, but when someone says, like, just like, yeah, we're not doing it. Yeah, what? I feel like when people are hiding things, they he maybe would have, like, equivocated. Just like, sort of, like, danced around the language a bit more. Yeah. But he just sort of said, yeah, we're totally not doing it. I don't know. When people say like that, I'm a little bit more inclined to believe. All right, so... Yeah.
0: What? what? Okay, that's us Oh, go. Final Fantasy Origins. That's our next story. Sorry about that. So, Final Fantasy Origins, now on PSN. So, who's been... Okay, I've got this ad on our site that keeps covering up the story I'm trying to read. And I keep getting close... And it keeps opening up again. This is the most obnoxious thing I've ever seen. Oh my God! Have ever? I, I'm gonna read the ad because it won't ever zipline from the top of a hidden jungle quarry. No, I haven't. So apparently, I've got to watch this ad of a guy ziplining. Okay, he's going through this jungle. What is this for? This better not be for like a Gillette shaving thing. Oh, now he's parasailing. Somehow he transitioned right from the end of the zipline into a parasail, and he's going through. And it stopped a tangy to sweet tropical transformation. Swerve, a tangy to sweet... This was an advertisement for gum. And it starts off talking about zip lining. Okay, and I've watched it. I hit close, and it opens up again immediately. Oh, oh my
1: God. I just remembered. Someone mentioned something about the... Uh, sorry, talking about the Wii U. Apparently, Nintendo kind of wants to reset the perception of what the the Wii U was from last E3. They're going to have, like, a re-unveiling... They're
0: labeling it at this year's E3. Ah, okay. So I wonder if they didn't do anything like that with. Well, they didn't do anything of the console demo units they uh, brought to CES. It was exactly the same as what was at E3.
1: Well, they actually did bring hardware to CES.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are getting the same demos we got at E3.
1: Really. Yep.
0: They had a, they had a huh. hotel room suite somewhere, and they were doing it all.
1: So, are they showing the old hardware?
0: I mean, when you say re what do you what do you mean then? What do you mean? I mean, they were showing oh. the same. I didn't. No, I, I mean never when said Nintendo says
1: we're gonna have a reinvailing, they're like, yeah, they'll show a game. <laughs> do they mean like the marketing hype unveil it for the market Ah, oh, that's.
0: I think they're gonna show it with an actual game, and like this is what this is. Now we have a fully realized experience for a console. Check it out. That's what I think it'll be. <sighs> All right. I, I don't That's think it'll multi-touch. be exciting. <laughs> you know, it's possible. Maybe they'll come out and say, now you can do two of these co- controllers to the same console.
1: Or maybe now it's multi touch.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> see that. Those you know, things. That,
1: <sighs> that controller is instantly much less interesting the second you have to use its stylus. When the entire. Ind- well, several industries have moved past that and gone to multi touch. Okay. Just think of all the experiences you can have on on a on a screen like that with a with a with a stylus and only one point of contact.
0: I'm Just so mad about that ad. All right, <laughs> Final Fantasy <laughs> Origins is finally out on PlayStation Network for ten bucks. You can get the PlayStation One, or excuse me, Final Fantasy One and Final Fantasy Two, which were part of Final Fantasy Origins from way long ago. I don't know why you would buy these versions instead of like the PSP versions or something, but they're out there if you want them. Um, they've got enhanced 16-bit graphics and stuff, but I think the GBA versions, PSP versions, are a better choice at this point. Um, and they're portable. Oh, Reckoning! They have a, let's see, there's a demo that's going to be out for Reckoning uh, in three days from now, January 17th. It'll be on the 360, and uh, there are no dates for PS3 or PC version demos, but if you got a 360, look forward to the demo for Reckoning. Anyone going to try that out? Because I'm really interested. Well, in it.
1: I think you're missing the big key thing here is that there's going to be both the demo for Kingdoms of Animal Reckoning and the demo for Mass Effect 3 will unlock content in each other's game. What? When, when they finally release. In each other's so you, game. Hmm. So if you play Kingdoms of Animal Reckoning, you unlock a special armor and a special gun for Shepard and Mass Effect 3. And if you play the Mass Effect 3 demo, you unlock special armor and special, special uh, blades. In uh, Reckoning. All right. Have you seen what they actually look like, though? What? The the special armor and equipment.
0: No, I haven't. Oh, okay. That. You have
1: to check it out. Apparently, for Reckoning, you get this armor that looks like uh, N7 armor, and you get these, uh, oh, these twin have. daggers that look like hollow blades.
0: It was a later story in my lineup here, so there we go. They got a whole trailer about it, and the armor looks ugly, actually. Which one? Both of them.
1: Oh, uh, I think you need to see the actual in-game screenshots. They look a little it's, bit It looks
0: different. similar. They're similar designs. Okay. I'm just looking at the artwork on the front of the trailer. So where do I see yeah, the screenshots? Yeah. Uh, where can people go any... to check this out? Is it on their <laughs> site somewhere? Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, I think Joystick has them. All right.
0: EA Reckoning, Crossover, Matches, Two Titles, Game oh, Bandits. I, found it.
1: I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And it's a uh, Kings Reckoning cross promo or something. I'll give everyone the link right now. And tell me for yourself, it actually sounds pretty cool
0: when you... Uh, yeah, it's on joystick. Yep. All, right. Do. All right, let's check this out. Let's check this out. Impress me with these screenshots. I've got armor. And, okay, nice and spiky. It looks like a red versus blue armor in Mass Effect 3. I like but the but daggers more than anything,
1: those hollow daggers.
0: All right, uh, next to it from uh, Reckoning, guys got these crazy-looking daggers and are on fire. Um, And Mass Effect 3, just another shot of the armor, this time without spikes. I don't know why it doesn't have spikes. And, okay. And it's big fancy armor. I don't know why we care. Why not? I I mean, if you're going to play the demo
1: anyway, you get some cool
0: stuff for it. It always feels to me like these promotional armor sets are so outside the normal art-style design and vision of the game that I don't feel they fit or make sense. And I kind of don't like <laughs> to do it because it just—you
1: uh, should, should start saying that to EA like five years ago when I they know. put like Dead Space armor in uh, Dragon Age.
0: Yeah, no kidding, no
2: kidding. I—I th- uh, seem to remember someone registering surprised that this was actually something done by EA. I thought EA had been doing this for a while. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Shepard will be able to don close quarters combat focused Reckoner knight armor and wield a Chakram Launcher, which fo- which features explosive ammunition discs. And the uh, the ME items include Shepard's Ensign armor with all the trimmings, helm, curious gauntlets, the whole thing, and Omniblade daggers for stabbing. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to play both demos anyway, so I may as well do it. And I'll get my armor. Why not? And whatever. Yeah. I got to do it on PC though. Uh, oh yes, and it was confirmed again that the PC version demos are uh, and PS all demos, all platforms are going to be January seventeenth. So this week is demo demo heavy. Lots you know, what I
1: want to know the one thing, the one upgrade and enhancement I want in Mass Effect three is when you wear a helmet, it gets taken off during cutscenes, so you don't drink liquids through your spacesuit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can That's do that in Dragon thing. Age. They really need to add that to Mass Effect.
1: Yeah, I remember in Mass Effect 2, I never wore a helmet because during cutscenes he would never take it off. So I just wore that one little uh, eye visor thing. Yeah. The little- oh, yeah. The, yeah. Didn't everyone do that? Yeah, yeah everyone did that. Yeah. So it's like there's an yeah. entire class of armor that nobody wore because it ruined all the cutscenes. How stupid is that?
0: I wore. I changed and wore the other armor because why not?
1: Which other armor?
0: A full helmet. Oh, you so even during cutscenes? Yeah. Cut But isn't half
1: of it, like, how he looks and, like, his smirks and how he talks to people and gives people dirty eyes?
0: Yeah, I don't care. I need my stats. (laughs) Oh,
1: Chris. But I thought you were all about the story and, and, like, the
0: body language is a part of the story, man. give me a break. The body language wasn't that good in those games. All right.
1: I don't know. That scene where he's talking to Garrus and Garrus is talking about having reach, that smirk on Shepard's face said it all. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't know he what you're knows talking, what I'm talking about. about. I don't know what you're talking about. You remember in the gun battery when Garris is talking about having an extra reach?
0: No, I don't remember in the gun battery anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, That's like the best scene, man. That little extra reach. That's awful. Uh, all your Fallout are belong to Bethesda. So Interplay and Bethesda had this issue where Interplay gave Bethesda... Uh, gave sold whatever the rights to Fallout games to Bethesda and they retained the right to make a Fallout based MMO. Unfortunately, the agreement that they signed both said they could uh they had they only had the rights to use the Fallout name and none of its actual properties. And that they will only be able to use a, uh, to make a game based off the Fallout world and properties, and not for any other reason. So it, it actually resulted in them not actually being able to make a game, according to Bethesda's interpretation of the agreement. Well, all that's been settled, and <laughs> the result is Bethesda paid Interplay $2 bucks, and Bethesda is getting all the rights, including MMO rights now. And Interplay has nothing except the ability to keep selling their Beth- uh, Fallout 1-2 and Tactics triple pack until 2013. And and that's all that's going to
2: happen. I think uh, did, they you were... the, did you see the Penny Arcade related to that?
0: I did not.
2: Uh, I'll have to go and pick that one out.
0: Was that any good? All right, okay.
1: everyone
2: get ready for Awkward silences as, silence as we all collectively go, go to go the Penny Arcade. Hey, hang on, but this is me going somewhere. I'm not the host, damn it. No, let's
0: see. Uh, D&D 5th edition. Oh, that's a story this week, isn't it? D&D. So Dungeons & Dragons is doing a 5th edition, kind of. Except it's called... um, It's going to be like a greatest hits of D&D. And they're not really calling it 5th edition right now. So I am hoping that they have uh, really good, awkward, legalistic paragraph explanations in the book, like the first two books did, because otherwise it's just not D&D. So that, that that's, that's what I'm hoping for. You guys excited for a new D&D that's trying to bring in all the best parts of the previous games? No?
2: Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'm more interested to see the fallout from it. I mean, this is coming from someone who actually liked 4th edition more than 3.5. Hmm. What is that talking you know.
0: about? <laughs> I don't know.
2: The link's posted in the chat, Chris. What? For that attachment link. It's an old one.
0: What attachment?
2: Just, okay. no. Click on Master Chief's link. Okay, if you I'm want. clicking. Else? I'm
0: clicking. I have to log into the forums.
2: How are you not logged into the forums? I was
0: I haven't logged in on that. My cookie expired. What is this going on? Oh, this is an old one. Uh, This is the address I have for interplay But all I see is a dirty box This is interplay me and the rats are working on the Fallout MMO It's crunch time It's crunch time inside that box Oh yeah these kids are going hog wild in here They won't quit till it's done No seriously what are you doing in here Oh I don't want to read that
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not reading that
0: That ends like a penny arcade (laughs) I'm not reading that I'm
2: not reading that. As Chris has lines and will not cross them.
0: Yes. All right. <laughs> so that's a sad end to the interplay. Uh, really, that's a sad end to interplay entirely. They're done. <laughs> they lost Fallout. They're done. So much for that. Uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, reviews. We got some reviews that came out this week. All right. Evil Quest by Adrian and Gets a one and a half out of five. It's an Xbox Live independent game. Terrible writing, severe balance problems, but basic mechanics are good, are solid, and it has good boss fights. So there's a Xbox Live independent game doing like most Xbox Live independent games. Underwhelming, with the exception, of course, of z games, which we tend to like here. Uh, let's see. Fate Extra, we also got a review by Zach Wellhouse. Two and a half out of five. Thoughtful story, fun, interesting characters, but the combat's unpleasant, and the dungeon design is poor. That is, uh, that's the game that a lot of people were playing, and I heard on Twitter that people thought, you know, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I'm kind of surprised by his score being two and a half, given the kind of buzz that Fade Extra had on Twitter. Aren't you guys?
2: I think it's one of, the, it's one of those cases where you kind, of, um, you kind of interpret the score in your, in your kind of own way. 2.5 may kind of sound bad, but if you're a fan of, like, the NASAverse or Fate Stay Night, you may still enjoy it. It's one of those know. cases.
0: I, I wasn't aware of two and a half applying in that method. All right, whatever.
2: Oh, I haven't seen it apply in that method. All right. So I've that's... seen 1.5s apply in that method. Oh, my gosh.
0: I think that's misscored if that's the case. But all right. Um...
2: Oh, oh, oh Hyperdimension Hyper Neptunia Dimension was misscored? No. <laughs> really? <laughs>
0: I, I didn't think you could enjoy that game even if you were a fan of it all. Like, isn't oh, that a no. game that but... you're best off just watching someone else play on YouTube?
2: That's what I did. Yeah. So oh, that, oh, I don't oh, think oh, that's not the same oh, as the just being a oh, fan. Oh, but... My housemate played it, and he was oh. the one who enjoyed
0: it. Okay. All right. Good.
2: <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay. There are cases to be made about his uh, mental state. Clearly, but
0: <laughs> Dungeon Defenders. Here's one that's been out for forever on iPhone and iPad, like a year, and then it finally came out on Steam and Xbox Live Arcade. It is a uh, kind of tower defense with a little bit of um, action RPG built into it as well you gain levels you get equipment and you also build constructs to do tower defense type things so it's all combined it's got online multiplayer um, really cool looking graphics on the PC they're toned down a bit on the iPhone iPod I always had issues with the iPhone iPod because just, I just didn't like the control scheme but on the PC or actually this review is of the Xbox Live Arcade Sam Marchell gave it a four out of five calls it frantic and fun gameplay beautiful art direction and graphics but a terrible tutorial boring single player no cross platform on the xbox live arcade version but we already knew that that's like every xbox live arcade version
1: you know what's really weird though i'll just say this though oh are you done yeah. no i'm done go ahead um I, I keep on hearing how everyone loves this game on pc on the xbox and i tried it on the xbox live arcade and i stopped playing after five minutes because i absolutely by hated yourself? everything
0: about it were you playing by yourself
1: It doesn't even matter by yourself. The core mechanics and the camera and just the way everything moves and the the towers, I hated everything about it.
0: Hmm. Now, uh, me and Roy were playing it on PC and I actually had a good time with it. Um, But playing it on the iPhone and iPad, I had a terrible time with it. I was like, this game sucks. Why is it being shown off everywhere? There's a big marketing yeah, I had the same
1: it. reaction in the Xbox version. I, I put it in thinking like, oh, I've heard so many good things about this. I put it in and the camera and the sticks felt weird mm-hmm. and like the attacking was just like this you'd hit X and your sword would swing like really wildly. It was like no precision. It just, I just felt like I was moving in direction just hitting X as hard as I can to go <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> It was it
1: just and the towers felt weird. I just don't know. I, I don't know what I expect from a tower defense game, but that surely wasn't it. <laughs> well, because it's not just I know just I'm the only the person who feels game, this way. But, well, I don't I know, know that the... you are.
0: No, I don't know that you are. I, I think that game's got some issues and people don't acknowledge it. But I got to tell you, multiplayer makes a huge difference. And I know you'll just say, you know, multiplayer, oh, yeah, even shitty games. Oh, and now I'm swearing. Ah. <laughs> See, but <my> <laughs> even crappy <laughs> games are game good board. with multiplayer, right? But I don't know.
1: Yeah, but my problem was never being bored. It was just the fundamentals of like the moment what I was doing from moment to moment. I didn't like the towers. I didn't like the characters. I didn't like the movement. I didn't like the camera. I mean, the controls. I didn't like. It, it kind of made me nauseous. I didn't like the graphics. Something, everything about that game just rubbed me the wrong way. And I know I'm I'm unique in that scenario, but it's just so bizarre. Hmm.
0: All right. Oh, one more review here: Dark Souls, four and a half out of five. This was reviewed by Michael Apps. Uh, Four and a half out of five, brilliant combat, incredible level design, countless secrets to discover, boundless character upgrading options, but the challenge will be too much for some. Um, I'm raising my hand. It's gotten to the point where just thinking about going back to Dark Souls is kind of a burden, and I want to, but at the same time, I know that that gaping dragon is waiting for me, and I don't want to fight it. (laughs) Uh, And lack of guidance at times is the last negative point on Dark Souls, but still gets a four and a half out of five. Making me wonder what a game has to do to get a five on our site.
2: <laughs> My life for iron. Yes. <laughs> uh, the problem I the problem I had with uh, Dark Souls I just couldn't get over the art style. So I had the same thing with Deep Souls.
0: See, I don't mind the dark style, the art style. I like the creepy, crazy environments, and that wolf character design is just awesome. But what I'm is, with Quinn? I, I that, like that the big ass animals in that in that particular art style, but the rest of the stuff, you're right, it's kind of rough. What I, what what bugs me about uh, Dark Souls is. I think they should do something, kind of against the spirit of the game, and release DLC that makes it easier. And because I would really like to go through the rest of that game and just experience the environments and the exploration and running into enemies and stuff, but I wish it just wasn't so darn hard.
1: I I, I would say if that's what you want, yeah, get Skyrim, get Kings of Amalur, get it's because I it's just not, don't think the that's it's not the same. It's not the same.
0: The combat in Dark Souls that's is so much f- better then reckoning then uh no then uh, skyrim i'm oh. i haven't played reckoning i don't know well you'll be able to next week and get armor <laughs> for us. Oh. you're right <laughs>
1: i just i just think you're never going to get your wish chris
0: cuz no, just you're not right. with that game they're not going to do it i know they're not going to do it but if they could this you know what i need i need a game genie ooh
1: that wait wait that aesthetic i'm thinking that aesthetic isn't exactly unique it's kind of like it's kind of like uh Heavy, a heavy metal version of fantasy, dark and grungy and violent. I, but the
0: thing is... You know, all I, it
1: needs is like a half-naked woman riding a dragon. But and, and I'm, you can paint her a
0: everything about that game goes together so well, um, including the difficulty. That's the only complaint about that game. I really want that game just a little bit easier. I don't want another game. I don't know. Ah, whatever.
1: Quinn, you snark at the... Con- I, there are so many generic anime shows out there.
0: Generic Obvious. anime, that's- yeah, that's just anime. Take the generic off. <laughs> 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 I, I was like, I was playing DDR uh, the other day, and like there was this. Song that came up for a, a show called Sky Girls, and it was the most generic looking anime I've ever seen. It's just young girls who fly around in giant robots. They I have gigantic think of... eyes,
1: and one had blue hair, one yes. had red hair, yes. one had.
0: Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> it was the epitome of generic anime. Young girls riding around in big robots. Didn't Kanye <laughs> make that? I have no idea who made it. I'd never heard of it, so I knew it probably wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, Sky Girls. <laughs> the stupid name. <laughs> uh, oh, it comes up on Google pretty well, though. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, that's it for reviews. That's it for news. So let's turn around and go down the path of what we have been playing this week. Uh, who should start? I haven't heard Anna talk in an hour. <laughs> Maybe we should have her start. Unless she fell asleep again. Fall asleep? <laughs> Did she fall asleep? <laughs> Anna. Hannah, wake up. All right. Uh, John, how about you tell us what you've been playing this week?
2: Um, well, I've actually been busy with work most of this week. Um, I had a 24-hour game studies exam on Wednesday mm-hmm. um, where I ended up writing 1,500 words on um, uh, pacifism, pacifist play in Deus Ex. Human Revolution, that is.
0: Okay. That's pretty cool. So you've been um, playing Deus Ex?
2: Yeah, I, I, went back to, I went back to it a little bit for to do a little bit of additional research, although a lot of it was based on um, journals and academic articles, which have all been written in the last about five years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been a bit scattered this week. I, I, I did play some The Old Republic, um, and that's about it, really, actually.
0: That's cool. I've been playing a lot more Old uh, Republic with along with Anna. We've been uh, playing together, which is good because it gets us social points when we uh, do our quests together. And uh, what are, what are we 16 now? Is there anything exciting to talk about? Uh not really. Just uh, been having a good time questing. That the Imperial Agent questline is still good. So I'm really thrilled with that. It's continuing to be good. And so oh, I, really, I really
2: like that. I'm I'm going through it again myself actually. I've created an Imperial Agent on your server. Oh, cool. So, Neato. you need to get me invited to the guild. Yeah, I we'll have I to have work four that characters. out. I have four Empire characters on that server, and none of them are in the guild.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll have to do that. We'll work that out. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, what, what I really want to do today is try out the PvP and let you guys know how well, how good that is. But, um, yeah, uh, voice acting stuff's good in that game, but uh, it's still an MMO. But, you know, we're having fun. We're having fun. Uh is there any new stuff from that? Oh, they announced a new patch is coming out, but I think they're just adding like uh, new content. Oh, so. they're adding
2: a new. I think they're adding a new late game dungeon. Because yeah, a new late the game, game dungeon
0: like and a new two. late game raid. So there's yeah. New.
2: Because as usual with a launch MMO, all the thing that they forgot to cover for was end game. As usual,
0: mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's how, that's how it works. They already had a, a, at least one raid though, so. People have been running something. <laughs> uh what else did I play? What else did I play? There was something else. Oh, and I can't remember it now. Oh shoot. Alright, well I'll let you guys go. If I remember, I'll jump in. So, um wait, that you already went so Manny. Manny, what have you been playing this week?
1: I've been playing Darksiders.
0: Darksiders, alright. Uh I don't
1: know why people crap on that game so much. I'm loving it.
0: i i I've never heard someone crap on Darksiders. All I've, ever oh, heard I've heard is nothing positive. but
1: people be like, "Oh, it's just a blah 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 clone, blah really? blah blah. Uh, it's not as good as God of War, blah 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 blah." blah. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking it's never supposed to be God of War. It was supposed to be The Legend of Zelda, and it does it perfectly. Yeah, it does. I, I'm I'm digging it. I think that game looks. I no one ever mentioned how fantastic that game looks because they chose to go for a, like an exaggerated cartoonish style, similar to the World of Warcraft. That game looks great and has some great animations. There's some pretty good voice acting, Mark Hamill's all over the place, he's got lots of character and personalities, I mean, I didn't realize, I thought for a long time that I was just done with those, uh, Zelda games. Oh, I'm, I hold on a it. second, hold, on, on. hold the, on
0: a second, you're, uh, the, I don't know, you guys have been hearing of it, something about the, the mic setup I've got this week has been spazzing out every so often, so we need to wait about 20 seconds for Manny's mic to cool down, um, or really for the Skype input to cool down. Really, I'm not even doing anything. Yeah, well, you're fine now. It it wasn't you. It's something about my setup here. So go ahead and continue. Yep. All
1: right. So I've been really enjoying uh, Darksiders. I think the animation looks great. The graphics hold up pretty well because uh, they went for a slightly exaggerated style. Uh, For a long time, I thought I was done with Zelda Zelda games, these kind of uh, Legend of Zelda titles, and I wasn't bored of those titles. I was bored of the world and the characters. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, you take that formula and you basically just transplant it into a, a fight between heaven and hell and have a cool badass character stuck in the middle and I'm suddenly interested all over again. Cool. So I'm really enjoying it. I, it's like $20 on Games on Demand or you can pick it up for 20 bucks anywhere. So if you haven't tried it out and you're not going to get Skyward Sword but need to scratch that itch. <laughs> this would do I'm it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think it looks great. It plays. It's fun. The combat isn't isn't too difficult. I mean it's – uh. Is the one. Yeah, it's like uh, Legend of Zelda for adults, a little bit. It, mm-hmm. I don't want to mean that in a bad way, but sort of like, it's like Legend of Zelda, but rated mature, and with some cool stuff thrown in, some cool characters, a lot of personality. I don't know. So it, it, it's kind of weird, though. You, there's certain parts where, you know, you, uh, instead of collecting heart containers, you collect pieces of skulls, because that's badass and awesome. So it's kind of funny and silly sometimes what they choose to ape and what they choose not to ape, or how they converge into their Darksiders uh, language. But overall, I'm having I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm excited to see what Darksiders Two is going to do. Well, of course, oh I should say I'm about like ten hours into the game or like halfway through, and it hasn't turned crappy like. A, like, s- some certain games where I'm excited to be playing it at first, and then I find out, oh, this is bad. So, unless something terrible happens, like, in the last four hours of the game, <laughs> so far I've been having fun.
0: And you're going to be ready for Darksiders too. Yeah.
1: One of the games I'm excited for.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, geez, I think we're done. That was easy. Anna didn't go? Well, Anna's not awake, apparently. <laughs> We can all we can all on three go go Anna one two three Anna okay that's not all of us
2: no, yeah because <laughs> we're never going to get that sort of you know accurate try. considering the Skype delay. Oh. Well, if she's asleep. I'd rather just leave it. All
0: right. Well, um, <laughs> have a good nap, yeah. Anna. What? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what she played. I can t- I can go first. She played older public with me, and um. She also played uh, cross stitching because that's her hobby. She does lots of that. So, uh, yeah. Um, okay. I guess we're done. Anything for people to look forward to for next week? When When's the next anything happen in the gaming world, really? We're just waiting for Amalur, isn't it? It's February. Amalur comes out. Then. Um, oh, no for... one heard me.
1: A Reckoning demo? Uh.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's uh, yeah. Let's focus what on that. Isn't
1: is Dice or, or uh,
0: GDC up next? Ooh, probably GDC. I think that's March, isn't it? All right. GDC 2012, March 5th through 9th. There you go. When's Dice then? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. D- wow, it's searching my Google Plus when I search for GDC. That's cool. Uh Dice, D. You know, you can't search for Dice as easily on the internet. Uh, conference. Yeah, Dice Summit, 2011. I I don't see any info about 2012. Um, oh, February... No no, right. no, no. Uh, mm, it's oh, either well. February 8th or February 8th is when you can register for it. <laughs> <It's>
4: <laughs> no <laughs> clue then. I
0: don't know. <laughs> 2012 schedule. Oh, there's multiple locations. That's the thing. So, 2 twenty twelve 2012 registration. Yeah, it's, it is February 8th, it looks like.
1: All right, so that's where now we're going to hear, like, Actually, that's not really a show for us. That's a show for devs hanging out with devs talking yeah. about dev stuff.
0: Sometimes stuff comes out of it though, right? Um, some you?
1: interesting talks or like like people's philosophies on the industry or what they should be doing.
0: My favorite is like their sessions are like they 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 only have like three or four hours of sessions, and the rest is all fun stuff every day. It's like it's so game development. <laughs> I, mean, I would do three, four hours of work and then kinda you know. And then you have like a...
1: Todd Howard and Ken Levine and go karts. Yeah, it's in
0: more a race. about yeah. It's more of a social gathering. It seems like <laughs> go karts, and that's what. And there is go karting on the schedule. There seriously is. <laughs> so this is so. I love it. All right. Well, oh, the 2012
1: Dice Summit marks the second year of the Dice Summit Go Karting Tournament at the Pole <laughs> Position Raceway.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that's that'd so be awesome. funny. I'd love to see ah uh, well things you can look forward to from rpgamer we still got a game of the year show that's going to be coming up um i still don't have a date on that but i hope to get on that this week um we're going to be playing i'm going to be playing some dungeon defenders this week i bet and i'm also going to be playing these demos it sounds like i've got a final fantasy 13 2 demo to play as well as a mass effect 3 and kingdoms of Amalur: reckoning demo so we should as many of us should play those as possible so we can talk about them next week and uh well other than that, you should all try that at home. Let us know what you think. Send us in your recommendations for anime-like RPGs and uh, whatever else we asked for earlier in the show. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. So feedback, podcast.rmbgamer.com. Watch us live 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. And we love to have you be part of the show. Shout-outs to people in the chat room like Master Chief and uh, Funetman and uh, who else? Lots of other people. Uh, I can't read it all those two have dominated the conversation though we need more people severin mira in there yep uh just doug was showing up oh hawk master all those people love y'all being in there love seeing you in the show love having you contribute to the show because it's better with you guys just is so send us in feedback content stuff you want us to play on the show more zoltan segments all that sort of good stuff and uh we'll be back here next week with another episode for you until then oh elf king i have to say elf king (laughs) so this show's for you elf king and uh with that We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye
1: now. Man, this show really did go to 11.